Save big money on everything for your spring projects at Menards. We have all of your garden and landscaping essentials. Master Garden Premium Garden Soil contains a slow-release fertilizer that feeds gardens for up to nine months. It produces better results and is ready to use for all your gardening needs. Save big on Menards' great selection of garden and landscaping products. Compare brands in-store or online at Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Since 1983, Eddie Trunk has been the voice for fans of rock, hard rock, and heavy metal. A best-selling author, host of TV's That Metal Show, and seven national radio shows, including Trunk Nation, daily on Sirius XM. Interesting. Eddie offers the world his news-making interviews, passionate analysis, honest commentary, and who knows what else. So welcome to the Eddie Trunk Podcast. Hey, welcome everybody. It's Eddie Trunk. Yep, it's time for another edition of the Eddie Trunk Podcast, which of course is new every Thursday, podcastone.com, Apple Podcasts, and now totally free and available to you on Spotify as well. Multiple places and ways to download, stream, and check out the Eddie Trunk Podcast every week. Wherever you do it around the world, I thank you very much for doing so, and welcome to another episode. Thanks to my friend Mark Slaughter, who does the open theme music there on guitar. Yes, Mark is quite a guitar player as well. And some big news uh, about a week or so ago, Slaughter announced as part of the latest summer package tour to go out with Rat and Skid Row and Tom Kiefer. And those dates announced and on sale now. There is no shortage of live music to go see uh, being rolled out for you this summer. Choose wisely, vote with your wallets, and go see the things that you are most excited about. And let's hope all this craziness with this coronavirus, uh, you know, goes by in in short order because things are being canceled left and right because of it, and it's a... you know, a bit concerning, obviously, wishing everybody good health and stay safe, folks, and take care of yourself and wash your hands and don't shake hands and all the things that have been pounded into you, I'm sure, from various outlets are all pretty wise things. So best wishes to everybody as we battle this craziness here at the uh, early part of 2020. So as I always remind you guys, the interviews you hear every week on this podcast come to you courtesy of my Sirius XM radio show. They originally air live there. My show is heard live Monday through Friday, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern time on Sirius XM channel 106. 
The channel is Volume. The show is called Trunk Nation. If you're in the U.S. or Canada and are already not listening, I certainly hope you come on board and join me. Of course, full shows are also available on demand on the SiriusXM app. There's audio, there's video, and every night my show replays 10 to midnight Eastern, so very many ways you can hear that. All you got to do is become a subscriber to SiriusXM and listen to Channel 106 and check out Trunk Nation on there daily. Everybody else here on the podcast, you get a little sample of some of the interviews and some of the things that I do on that show every week. And this week, we've got two interviews for you. First up, it's going to be Brett Michaels. Speaking of big tours, Brett Michaels and Poison, part of the tour simply called the Stadium Tour with Motley and Def Leppard and Joan Jett and a great young artist opening called Tuck Smith. And Brett called in to my radio show to talk a little bit about that, but also talk about the fact that Poison have now announced some headlining shows. And one of them I'm going to be hosting, it's going to be in Tulsa on July 13th at the BOK Center, a great bill of Poison, Tom Kiefer, and Sebastian Bach. And that is on sale now. And Brett called in when that was announced to promote that, as well as a bunch of other stuff. I've got a long history with Brett. It was always great to talk with him. Interesting to note as well, when you hear the interview with Brett, I do bring up the fact that if you've ever been to any of the Poison shows or Brett Michaels solo shows, you know he is somebody that is very much out there in the crowd, very engaged in meet and greets, will jump into the crowd during shows. He's also very open about the fact that he is somebody that is battling diabetes. So at the time that we did this interview, which is just a little over a week ago, the coronavirus stuff was really starting to heat up, and I asked Brett how he was going to handle that, uh, given the, the fact that this virus was really on the cusp of really becoming a major thing at the time we did this interview, and you will hear his answer. Now, what's interesting is, since this interview was done, Brett Michaels has canceled out of a cruise that he was supposed to perform on, and KISS has announced that they have canceled all VIP paid meet and greets in light of the fact that this virus is happening. So we we see South by Southwest canceled. We see Coachella being rescheduled. Major, major ripple effect as we continue to watch this and see how it's going to have an impact across the entertainment industry, among other things. So we talked to Brett about that, the headline poison dates, solo stuff, and of course, some stuff on the stadium tour as well. We'll do Brett Michaels first, and then second, an interview with Gary Sharon that took place on the most recent Monsters of Rock cruise. Gary Sharon and Extreme working on a new album that I hear is absolutely stellar. It should be coming out soon. And... Gary is always a lot of fun to talk to, and one of the real interesting things about the interview with Gary that you'll hear a little later on in the podcast this week is I talked to him quite a bit about Van Halen, and he reveals that he is in touch with Eddie Van Halen and having dialogue with Eddie. So read into that what you will, but I thought that was really interesting and revealing, and I make a case that maybe Van Halen should consider bringing him back. And before you scoff at that, listen to the context and what we're talking about when we get into that interview. So Brett Michaels first, Gary Sharon second. Gary's is from the Monsters of Rock cruise, and the Brett interview was done more recently on the phone, both happening on my Sirius XM radio show, Trunk Nation.
Remember, you can connect with me and follow me on social media at Eddie Trunk, Twitter, where I am most active, Instagram, fan page on Facebook, and of course, EddieTrunk.com is the official online home. And uh, again, check out the podcast each and every Thursday. There's also an FM radio show on various affiliates. You can find the station listing on my website, and you can hear that show anywhere you're at if you become an all-access member of EddieTrunk.com. More details about that on the site. We'll come back and we'll get into it with Brett Michaels next on this week's podcast. The Eddie Trunk Podcast. TV Survivor has entered its 40th season. And with past winners coming back to compete, things have been more dramatic. Join former contestant Rob Sesternino every week as he recaps all things Survivor so you don't miss any of the action. His show, Rob Has a Podcast, is going into its 10th year. So this guy knows the ins and outs of the game. To keep up with the latest, be sure to subscribe to Rob Has a Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, and many of your favorite podcast listening apps. This is the Eddie Trunk Podcast. Okay, it's Eddie Trunk, and you are listening to the Eddie Trunk Podcast. Thank you for doing so. As I mentioned this week, two interviews for you coming up a little bit later on. Gary Sharon talking extreme, talking Van Halen, and more from the Monsters of Rock Cruise. Up right now, though, to kick us off, a conversation that's about a week and a half old with Brett Michaels talking about a headline date for Poison in Tulsa and talking about a bunch of other stuff. It's always great to visit with Brett. Let's get into it right now. Enjoy. How are you, brother? Eddie, my friend, I am doing awesome. And yes, we are going to make that happen. We've got plenty of uh, plenty of true stories to swap, no doubt. <laughs> true and maybe some slightly embellished, but who's who's paying attention? No, we'd have to under-embellish <laughs> a few of ours, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> we'd have sure. to keep them under doubt. <laughs> How you been, man? How you feeling? How's your health? You okay? I, I feel great. I feel great. I'm glad to be on the phone talking with you and... All is good. Again, just I know we had talked about it once before. Excited about the the uh, the poison tour and the stadium tour, and you know, and again, all the solo dates. We've been out on those since the beginning of the year, and like I said, feeling I take it a day at a time, uh, you know. But I'm feeling healthy and ready to rock. And the the thing with that skin cancer that we heard about, that's all good. You're all good with that. At the moment, absolutely. And I just went back in. Uh, what happened was it just was. It's. I'm a guy. I admit it. I, I like being out in the sun. I like having a great time. I, I usually feel I'm. You know, I do the right thing and spray and protect. But sometimes it's not going to stop it. And uh, it happened. And we thought we got it. And it, and then it. Uh, when it came back, it, it took it to another level. Got a little scary for a moment, but all is. Always great. Always All right, great. good, good, good. I hate to have to bring up health stuff every time I talk to you, but I care about you. I love you. I want to make sure you're okay. Thank you, and I love you back. And the same, like I said, I just, you know, the thing is, Eddie, and I say this all the time, when you're out there, like I'm one of those guys, I'm hands-on, I'm living it, I'm doing it, and with it, 
just comes, you know, all the years of, again, as we talked a zillion times about being a diabetic, you know, again, as best as you take care of your health, you're just going to, things are just going to happen. And you just, uh, you, you just keep on keeping on and rocking and, and uh, here to, to have another, again, another great tour and another another great year. Hey, you know, I want to talk to you. There's a Poison Headline show that was announced today I want to hit you with. And when you were on talking about the stadium tour, it was very brief because I remember you were in, we, we were both in L.A. and you were at the set of, was it Modern Family or what? <laughs> you were that, handing that the exactly phone to right someone. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> it was insanity. We were just leaving and i saw everybody we went down for a couple of the table reads everyone down there was unbelievably great and eric stone street um who plays cam is from kansas city and we've talked a zillion times about shows he's a musician he plays the drums he's great and just as we started to speak he was knocking on the window we were sitting in the car knocking on the window i'm talking to him the window's down then everyone from the cast came out and it just all happened at once and i was trying to say i love you super excited about the stadium tour with def leppard and motley and joan and and again all original poison cc bobby ricky myself and it, it's going to be incredible the thing has been selling out everywhere and we're bringing it for the fans. I mean, that's that is a monster day of hits. It really is, and you know, you and and I just wanted to get a little more from that from you because, like I said, we had such limited time last time I spoke to you. But it one of the really cool things about it is not just the lineup, but you reference this. You guys are all original. Motley is all original, and Leopard is about as all original as they can really be. That that's incredibly unique, and of course, Joan is Joan. That is incredibly unique in today's world for any bands from any era. You're actually seeing the bands that made the music for the most part. One million percent, and 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 again, for me, like I said, I'm not just up there as a musician playing. And I know you know this. I hit that stage, and my my adrenaline, my excitement, my energy is real. Like I'm I'm grateful to be doing what I love to do, and that energy is real. But be able to see Motley, all original, to see Def Leppard, to me, like you said, as original yeah. as it can be, and they're great songs. And Joan. Uh, we we played with Joan on several dates and concerts and festivals, um, and she's she's incredible. and And to see that in this day and age is unbelievable. And then you're really looking at the real deal, not only the the music, the songs, but you're actually looking at the people that wrote and created them. And there's another thing, and I don't even know how much you know about this, Brett, but I'll mention it. There's another component of this tour that's really cool in the sense that there is a fifth act on it. And it's a younger up and coming artist who I got his record and I had him on this show a week or two ago. It's really good. A guy named Tuck Smith, who's going to go on, you know, extremely early. But for people that get there early, that's a nice component of this because you've got all of these sort of more classic based artists and all these big names. But then there's also a shot given to a young up and up and coming guy on the bill as well for some fresh blood in there. I think that was a really nice addition. One million percent. And you're talking about Tuck Smith, not yeah. only great. And I want to say this. Um, I believe we have a couple people that are friends of ours in the band, uh, including the drummer. And I already have welcomed him. I said, anything you guys need when you're out on the road, anything we can help with or whatever, let us know. And this is what it's supposed to be. I say this every time that we talk. You got to keep paying it forward. In other words, this is what makes rock so great. You can have the classics. You can, you can have a long career 
still keep it relevant, but always pay it forward with new bands. I know last time we talked with the Mass Confusion, the the, the you know we we're talking about the Struts. Uh, bringing some great music. There's a band, Dirty Honey, that's oh, yeah. unbelievable. And just, I'm saying, it just keeps on keeping on, and and that's what you want. And I think them being out on the bill, they're going to add an incredible early when people are there. They're going to be rocking with them. And then Joan, ourselves, Motley, Def Leppard. It's a that's a good day. Can you give uh, the audience an example of something that comes to mind for you when you were starting out in your career when Poison was a young act and you were a young guy starting that an act that really did something really nice that took you under their wing that really helped you out gave you some advice or was really good to you on the road when you guys had nothing does something come to mind for you absolutely and and this is going back to the very beginning of our career when uh, i'm talking about as poison when i say we truly live this i know people write it or they think of how to say oh we lived here or in a you know behind this building we truly lived in the back half of a dry cleaner on the floor you know the sleeping bags the music gear we did odd and end jobs to make ends meet to get insulin literally and one of the first big breaks we truly had uh was with rat and they they had taken us out we were just starting to break on our independent look what the cat dragged in record and it was amazing truly amazing we we went out there we we rocked and they gave us a chance to go out and tour and then i remember starting our first arena date with them although we'd had other dates with other bands one-off dates you know what i mean we were out with white snake we were out with y and t but rat was truly the first band to give us that break in their all original lineup and we started in beaumont texas and this eddie will say it all i walked into soundcheck and it was rat i believe cheap trick then us we were third on the bill and the second i walked in the building we were talking about to load our gear on stage and a guy went into diabetic insulin shock and passed out in front of us in the chairs yeah. and this is no lie i literally knew what was going on i walked out the paramedic obviously i don't you know I don't want to supersede the paramedics, but I'm like, listen, his blood sugar is mega low. Uh, we got to get him right. And it was how ironic is that's how my career started Beaumont, wow. Texas at the arena. Wow. That is too much. But those guys were good to you. They were, they gave you, they, were, they treated you well. They were great. And that resonates great. that car- you carry that with you when you, I'm sure when you went on to have success yourself, just like you're saying in a situation like this, you're talking to the guy who's, you know, the young guy opening the whole thing up that, that, you know, that pay it forward stuff is important in this business. I think. Especially for this too, with me and either solo or with poison, I've gone and met every band we play with. I leave a, a paper plate on the door with a welcome to the thing and whatever they're drinking or doing. And I always do this. I always, it is, I tell them, listen, I'm one of those guys. I want you to do, I I know the stage room sometimes with the stuff stacked forward can get a little limited. I said, use any of the thrust, the ramps. I want you to give 1000% of your show. I want your sound to be equal, your lights. If there's, you know, if it's not daylight, whatever I can give them, I want the fans that come to the show, not just the bands, you want the fans to go, shit, that was awesome. That was awesome. That was a great concert. And, and that's the way I've worked since the beginning. 
One more thing on the stadium tour, and then I want to talk about a headline show that got announced today. But have you guys uh, met and talked out what you're going to do on this run? I know you're probably uh, what what your set time's going to be. Have you gone through it all? Have you what's what's the target uh, plan for when you're really going to hone in on on this thing and how you're going to how you're going to tackle it? Uh, first of all, I'm, I'm pretty sure that it's going to be an hour set. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure that because there is a lot of stuff to move around. In other words, Motley and, and Def Leppard and us, uh, you know, and again, and Joan, I'm sure, but we all have got, we want to bring our best foot forward, our best sound, our best look. There's a lot of stuff to move to make sure that, you know, the next show that's going up, it looks incredible. I'm going to say we're on 6 to 7-ish, 6.15 to 7.15, but I, I just say 6 for now, and we're just bringing an hour of pure, unadulterated, as much music as we can shove in there, and just make it an incredible great time. Well, we're looking forward to it, and so are the fans, obviously, because the response to this has been off the charts, and I think it's a great statement for rock music. I think it's a great statement for uh, this this music from the 80s, which we all grew up loving, that is now a new generation's classic rock. And let's be honest, I mean, all of the bands on this bill took their hits throughout the 90s, so this is kind of like a nice, like... You know, hey, look at us now. You know, I I know I weathered the storm with all you guys. I was there through the 90s. I know how tough it was. So this has got to feel really good. And you want to know the truth. You've got to weather the storm. There's no career, very few careers that I know of, and you may correct me, that start and go straight up and never stop. There's always, you've got to have the ups and downs, and that's what makes you appreciate it more. But even in the 90s, you look at, I'm saying this, including Guns N' Roses, Poison, Bon Jovi, Def Leppard, Motley, we all kept our heads high and we rocked. And through thick and thin, the music withstood the most important thing. The music withstood the test of time. Our fans, three generations of them, are awesome. And you, I mean, literally keeping it relevant. I say this all the time. Keeping it relevant, live in the here and now and pay it forward. In other words, bring all those hits forward and and just make it awesome. Now, today... Uh, this is pretty cool for there obviously are some parts of the country that the stadium tour is not able to hit. And today it was announced officially that there will be a poison headline show in a place that I go to quite frequently. And in full disclosure, my friend is the promoter of it. So I'm going to be on board hosting it, but it's a great bill. It's July 13th at the BOK center, which is a fantastic arena, downtown Tulsa. And it's poison Tom Kiefer, Sebastian Bach. It goes on sale on Friday at Ticketmaster. And again, the date is on July 13th. So this is cool, man, that you guys are going to be able to break off from the stadium dates and be able to do some headline dates. Absolutely. In fact, it's almost my birthday's March 15th, the Ides of March, March 6th on Friday. Um, this is going to be incredible. And Tulsa's unbelievable for many reasons. Let me point a few things out. I love it there. Out. Great rock city. Yeah. Great, and and I just played there at the Hard Rock, sold out, insane show, solo, and then I played two other. We played two other um, cities there, two other the uh, the amphitheaters and the uh, casino, and it was unbelievably great and i promised them i was going to do everything i could to bring this back along with cc and ricky and bobby and we did we made it happen you made it happen the promoter is great and it's going to be one of those when i say this poison when we get the headline it we unleash it it's 
full-on show, uh, all the songs, all the hits, but it's a party. It's a, it's a good vibe right from the get-go, and not to mention Sebastian and Tom Kiefer, amazing musicians. And great, you know, not only good songs, but a great show as well. Yeah, it's going to be a great, it really is going to be a great triple header, and then you know, you come, you guys coming out at the end, and uh, the the like I said, you guys are the ultimate toastmasters. I mean, what a way to put a cap on a on a great night of rock and roll and a great party with with you guys coming out doing a full on headline set again. That's at the BOK Great Arena. I've never been to the arena, but I've been outside of it. I hear great things about that building, and that is on July thirteenth. It was just announced this morning, and the tickets are on sale Friday at Ticketmaster. It's Poison headlining Kiefer Sebastian Bach. It should be great and. I'm sure, uh, Brett, you guys have a lot of history. I know you've done some stuff with Baz even recently. And then with Tom, I mean, Tom, I, well, you guys would have been out of the Pennsylvania area by the time Tom really got started, right? Or am I wrong on that? No, it was about to say we were out of there because we were on the West Coast. But Tom and I both, I'm saying this, both solo and with Poison, him with Cinderella out with us many times. And then Tom and I are friends. Well, well beyond the music. I mean, he's a, a Philly-based guy. I'm a, I'm a Pittsburgh-based guy, but we've always been good friends. And his show is incredible. And every time we have a chance when we're out solo, uh, he comes out and, uh, and joins me on stage as many places as we can do it. But it's just, a, like I said, for fans, they're going to love, the, besides Poison just putting on uh, the songs and the party and a big headline set, I know that Tom and Sebastian are going to put on an incredible show. And Sebastian was just with us at a solo show up in San Francisco, and was it was an amazing show we put on. And all three bands, just killer live and truly live and real, the way rock and roll should be. It's It'll be an absolutely great night. So, that you know, that's almost like a destination gig, because I don't think you're going to get that bill anywhere else so if you're in striking area of tulsa we'll see you there on july 13th at the bok i was i was uh joking with brett earlier on uh, over the weekend on text because i'm trying to figure out what my rider as the host you know i've got a very heavy rider brett uh no brown yeah, m&ms I or i don't it's, show uh, up it's unbelievable. <laughs> it's unbelievable we had to it's like an encyclopedia of stuff that you requested you know, from the headliner down, I've got, you know, I don't want you to look me straight in the eye when we're in the hallway. Please look down. You know, no eye, co- no direct eye contact, please. You know how I am. I'm very aware of it. I have to stare at my shoes when I pass you. You want your ice at room temperature. It, it'll all be taken care of. And a nice bowl of mixed nuts that's been clearly picked over at a tailgate somewhere. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> this is all. I can't wait. It, I was going to tell you this, this this show, and I said this for Poison this year. There'll be very select, limited dates for headlining. So I tell everybody, we have so many fans that already are buzzing about this, and it's going to be an incredible. I mean, people coming from Arkansas—they're coming in, not of course from Oklahoma, but Texas and. You know, you name it. It's going to be an, an amazing show. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And you know, it's a Monday night, so maybe there's even a chance that I can do this show from the venue. We'll work that out. we got some time. It's not till July. Hey, I don't want to keep you too long because I know you're busy, but let me let me ask you about this book. I had somebody contact me from your camp over the weekend about a photo of me and you that you want to put in, which, of course, they said totally fine. But you've got a book coming. Tell me about it. It's, it's, an, it's simply called... Brett Michaels' auto scrapography, and it's an autobiography, but I did it like a scrapbook with the real deal stories. And what I mean by this, I actually went in 
and took the word auto scrapography and made this for many artists to be able to take a photo and write the story there. Like you see where I'm pointing stuff out. This is when it happened. This was, it's about the moment of impact. It's pictures and stories about our lives at exact moments in volumes. In other words, myself, I couldn't, I sort of cringe at the feeling of writing a swan song autobiography that's 400 pages long with very few pictures. I I just was like, let's be honest, the new world we live in, the attention spans a little less, right? These are great short stories that get right to the point. They give you all the info right into it. And and it really takes you through the absolute moments of impact in my life. And one of our stories, although we've had many, I I literally have Eddie Trunk, Irish pubs in Iraq. And <laughs> is that a headline? Talk, I, that <laughs> night, that is the he, that is the chapter. Like I go right <laughs> to it, and the rawness and the real of the story. And again, my book, you know me, my book is not. There's no throwing anyone under the bus. It's not derogatory. Right. It's it's it is. You will laugh so hard at some of the moments in my life, what I was thinking about, and when I point out some, a lot of my young stories of, I have garage pictures that'll make you cry, garage band photos, no one has ever seen, uh, a picture of my, you know, you just, let me just say this, the opening chapter, and I'll leave it at this, starts after the introduction, it just says, I was born ass first. (laughs) <laughs> that is a true story. My ass cheeks were the first thing to see the light of day. Same with my and brother, by the way. My mother's version of how it went from there. <laughs> Same with my brother, by the way. I always bust his balls about that, but my mom told me that about my brother, too. So, um, and they, they flipped me around and breech babied me, and uh, and, and it's. I said, it, it, I think it can only get better from here, right? <laughs> and then the book, you know, and then it... But the it will make people, the most important thing, Eddie, is people get to hear what's behind the music, what's behind the story. But our story that night was it really tells the funniness uh, of what we went through, where we were going. And I said, dear God, please don't let Eddie's face be the last face I see before I go to Iraq. <laughs> For people that don't know what Brett's talking about, in a nutshell, because Brett and I have a long history and a long friendship, but years ago uh, on my FM show in New York, you came in, we had a great night, you were guest DJ, and we had a, we rolled out of the studio at like 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, and then we continued into an Irish bar somewhere here in Manhattan, and then the next day you were going to Iraq to play for the troops, right? That was it. We had two or three weeks over there, and, and it was, we had, it was, you know, one of those nights when people talk about bellying up to the bar, having fun, telling stories, like they always try to show in a movie. We actually did it. Yeah. Like, it was a truly great night, and like I said, it was a, it was a good send-off uh, to go overseas and, uh, and play for our, our amazing veterans. Yeah, it really was. Well, I'm honored that I'm part of the book. When is it going to come out? Uh, the exact date is May 12th. It's wedged between my two daughters' birthday or other, otherwise it was going to be a mutiny. Um, so <laughs> May 5th is George's and May 20th is Rain's. I wedged it right in the middle there and it will, I promise you, there, you people will truly be able to relate, laugh at me and with me. 
I'm hoping both. <laughs> but I said, it's okay. You can laugh at me. And I have some pictures in there. You just have to look at them. It'll bring you to your knees. Well, good. We'll do something more when the book is available. Whatever you need on that, that sounds like it's going to be fun. So, all right. You well, look, and, and solo shows, maybe a couple more Poison Headline shows. You're still out there doing the solo stuff. I know you got Always. a lot going on. Anything I didn't hit you want to mention? No, we're good. And then we have the, you know, like I said, I, I want to tell everyone out there, of course, be careful traveling, but we've got the big, um, the big, big 80s cruise coming up for my birthday. And uh, we're out there and that's going to be, it's just going to be a, a good time. And again, I, I tell everybody, you know, do what's right for you with the, the craziness that's going on out here in the world right now. But uh, we're going to go out there and have a lot of fun. You're a guy, you know, real quick on that, Brett, you're a guy that is super connected to your fans. You are a guy i've seen you firsthand many times uh, you love going out there in the audience you love meet and greets when you walk off stage you'll st- you'll shake hands and take photos with whether they be stage hands or just people you don't even know in the wings you're you're a very connected guy obviously you, you just referenced what's going on in the world today and the concern about people being sick and this, this virus any reservations for you being that way going out there on the road i mean how how are you going to handle that and that's really a great question and i'll say this you know obviously with being diabetic and my immune system is uh you know a a little compromised already but i've got to say this I, i i will do everything to protect myself um, obviously do the right things, you know, cause it always sounds great to say who cares, but it doesn't work like that. Obviously, obviously you want to go out there. You want to have a good time, not get sick. You don't want your fans and friends getting sick or family. So I'm going to do everything I can do to, to make it great. But also I still want to be, you know, talking with people and hanging out and singing music. So we're going to have to find a way to get it done unless we are just completely advised otherwise. Yeah, I mean, I guess everyone's just going to kind of have to find a balance because at the end of the day, too, you want to make sure you're available and well enough to be able to go out and do the show, which at the end of the day, that's the most important thing is the performance. Hell yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And we'll, like I, like I said again, too, we, we're just going to, unless we're advised completely otherwise or something happens, at the moment, we're just going to take the precautions that we can, but still go out there and be interactive and have fun. And last thing, have you you and the Poison guys talked at all about even knocked around ideas about potentially doing new music, even a song or anything, or is that not I really in the one, discussion? No, I think one song is going to be great. I think we will for sure. I know Ricky and I have. We've exchanged ideas. And like I said, I just want a, if you're asking me, I just like to do a, an incredible, just kick ass. And when I say this, I mean a new version, but that feel of that nothing but a good time, that talk dirty to me, just a great, just a great rock song, just something that's, that is a lot of fun to write, but with a big hook chorus and, and just write a song like that would be incredible. Even if it's just one to start it and, and go in there and have a great time doing it. So do you, do you envision trying to get something like that out prior to the stadium dates, or is that something that's more down the line? No, I would love to before the stadium dates, and then it'll be yet to be seen if that can happen. Right. All right, buddy. Well, thank you so much for the time. Again, we remind everybody, go to Brett's website, brettmichaels.com. Go to the Poison website because there's going to be some headline shows. A few more are going to be announced around the country. But the one announced today, July 13th, in Tulsa, BOK Center, uh, 
uh, Poison, Tom Kiefer, Sebastian Bach, myself hosting, and tickets on sale this Friday at Ticketmaster. You know about all the stadium shows. You got Brett's book coming in May, and oh, obviously Brett's solo shows as well. That band is always so much fun to see live. Stay well, and uh, hit me up if you need anything, and I'll see you soon, okay? You know, my friend, thanks for being awesome. And uh, tell everybody there they rock and let the fans know, as always, they are incredible. They keep our rock and roll going around. All right, brother. Take care of yourself. I'll talk to you soon. All right. See you, man. Well, my thanks to Brett Michaels. That's going to be a lot of fun seeing Poison on the headline date in Tulsa that I'll be hosting, as well as, of course, on the upcoming stadium tour, which is getting closer now. I thank Brett for taking some time to call in to Trunk Nation, my Sirius XM radio show. Coming back with interview number two on this week's podcast with Gary Sharon of Extreme next. This This is the Eddie Trunk Podcast. This This is the Eddie Trunk Podcast. Eddie Trunk back with you on this week's Eddie Trunk podcast. Had a chance to spend some time with a lot of artists on the most recent Monsters of Rock cruise. Gary Sharon would be one of them. Gary is always fun to visit with. Extreme making a new record. Uh, At the time, we talk a little bit about that. And also some stuff on Van Halen, which I think you're going to find very interesting. So with that, on the Monsters of Rock cruise in front of a live audience, here is Gary Sharon of Extreme. The great Gary Sharon, everybody, yeah. is in the house. Hail him! Whoa, Hail whoa, him! Whoa, 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 as you can hear, Chips Enough is here, Thank too. He just me. blew out our mic. Hold on a second. Are you all right? Ground control of Monsters of Rock. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> Chip, how are you, buddy? Good, buddy. It's an honor to be hanging out with you guys. I'm one of my favorite singers right there. Well, She's the modern-day Freddie Mercury to me. Uh, for sure. Chip, Chip was out there uh, watching the whole radio show, so I said, get up here for our last segment and... Uh, and jump in here for a second. So you guys have done a bunch of these cruises. I remember last time you played out on the pool, Nuno was literally holding up the, the, his stack before, you know, yeah, while he was playing because yeah. it was so windy, right? Yeah. But it's a great environment. It, do you enjoy it? Obviously, you I must. Was, you know, we've done, I think, three or four of them by now. We did the Kiss one as well. And uh, I was reluctant at first, but now I enjoy them. I love them. The people are great. And the shows, it's a placation. Yeah, it yeah. really is. Yeah. You have... Uh, the, the, the million-dollar question for oh. Extreme. Everyone wants to know where this new record is and when it's coming. What can you give us it's as in my back it? pocket. <laughs> What's the update? Update, it's done. I finished all my vocals. There's about 15, 16 tracks. Probably not all of them going to be on the record. But uh, it's in Nuno's hands, and he's a perfectionist. He's tweaking it. He's changing a few things. By the time it's ready to be released, I'll probably sing a few more lines. You know, so... But it's good. I think it's the best stuff we've done in a long, long time. That's, yeah, looking for, so yeah, there's a lot of people. Don't want to hype waiting. it, but well, we're well, excited should, about it. It's been a long time coming. Yeah. People have been waiting a long time for some new music, and uh, you know, it, it's crazy. If we're being honest, you talk about whether it's Chip's band, Enough's Enough, who put out a great record not too long ago. Whether it's you guys, it's been a while, but since new music, fans, your hardcore fans, say they want this stuff. They want to hear it, but then. What 
you want to get beyond that too. You know, it's like you don't want to become the guy that Gary Sharon comes out in an extreme show and says, oh, we're about to play uh, some songs from the new record. And then the air comes out of the building <laughs> yeah. and the blind backs up to the, to the bathroom. So there is that side of it. It is a balance, isn't it, on how yeah. you present it? I think, you know, when the record comes out, we can do our own tour, uh, you know, states or wherever. We'll concentrate on some newer material. But when you play venues like this, people want to hear your catalog, you know, yeah. the, the more familiar music. So we're not going to, I don't think we would ever inundate them with, you know, more than a song or two. For you, what, I mean, you clearly take care of yourself. What is it, like Chip says, you know, vocally what you do up there, the energy you bring on stage, how, how much you're working up there. For you, as, as you've gotten older and been doing this well over 30 years, what's the key? What, what, what keeps you young? Uh, rock and roll keeps you young, you know, performance keeps you in shape and all that. But, you know, uh, I'm actually, is Joel still here? He was. Oakstra? Yeah. He was. That, it's, it's all about basketball for me. So. Hey, Joel. Get, he's hiding behind yeah, the he's pillar hiding. right now. We're, we're playing get, hoop. We're playing up, hoop come tomorrow. Come up, Joel. Come up. Get up here. Get up here real quick. We got one more headset. Throw it on here. This is my, this is my big forward right here. This is Joel Hoekstra from Whitesnake. I'm feeding him the rock tomorrow. Trans-Siberian Orchestra. I heard, I heard talk of this basketball game because uh, Richie Kotzen was telling me, I think, that he's involved as well, right? Yeah. So two years ago, I went out on the court, and I ended up pooping just two-on-two two with some cruisers. And you know what? We had the best time, and we instantly became friends. Every time I saw him on the cruise, I was like, hey, dude, you know, something. It's like a special bond that happens, I think, when you do that, as opposed to a meet-and-greet scenario or yeah. whatever. So I said to Larry, I'm like, look, why don't you let me play one-on-one against cruisers next year? And I think it's a really <laughs> cool thing. And all of a sudden, Kotzen heard about it and went, I went in on that. And Soto heard about it and said, I went in on that. And then we found Gary because he's legit and uh, so we had a little impromptu game but now this year they're having these guys fill out applications and we're going (laughs) up to Harlem they got wingers we're we're going against the Harlem Globetrotters this year it's unreal they got all these guys that played in college and I mean we're uh, and by the way you don't know this but Chip just told me he wants to be in the game he's going to play dressed like this too Uh, we talked about it (laughs) because we in production we were scrolling through we're like look who plays man because I need some talent on the rocker squad here and and the the concept of Chip's enough came up yeah you can play basketball i do chip you you can hoop huh i I play at sports that's what i do you got game bro i was a jock for years you gotta get out there i tried out for the milwaukee brewers cincinnati reds chicago white Sox. when i played baseball for years i know you played baseball and then i I, I went to brother rice high school as a basketball player so i was a guard then but i'm bigger now so well chip and i grew up up in in southern chicago together and when i was a kid man my very first band when i was 15 years old Chip was friends with the drummer because he was like the good-looking stud Randy. and all that shit. And somehow he had, he had got to know the Enough's Enough guys. Yeah. And Chip used to come to my gigs when I was 15 years old. And I had short hair and I was about five foot seven, yep. standing there just like, you know. I, I, I had good chops back then, but I was this little nerdy kid. You were good. And, and we would be shaking in our shoes because Chip's Enough would be at the gig. So we, Chip and I have this special bond. Absolutely. And plus, yeah. he's in love with my wife, too, so... Uh. Well, I think she's a wonderful girl. Look at her. I'm in love with her. She's a great girl, man. Listen, I drink her bathwater every night. Who's and the, I'm the short guy. Who's I'm, look, the, I'm, I'm hanging out with six footers here. Who's, who's the best basketball player that that's on the ship? Would you say? I mean, I, I played, there was a guy out there yesterday that was taller who had some serious game. Uh, but, but of the I, musicians, I, of the musicians, I, me, Joel. me, definitely, Joel. definitely, <laughs> I'll vouch for him. Told me definitely. <laughs> so, so, so who? Well, wait, what, I haven't seen Nuno we, we yet. Allegedly, Nuno's got game because Nuno extreme, can play. 
Yeah, ex- extreme actually hoops, but Nuno doesn't want to. He's worried about the hand. How's Kotzen play? Because he's smoking cigarettes <laughs> like a fiend. I can't imagine he has the wind. Well, I played Richie one on one last year, and I got kind of psyched up for it because uh, I don't know Richie that well. And Porno said he's good, man. You look out, and I was like, all right, we got out there, and I don't want to tell. The sc- I don't want to tell you the good. score, but uh, you he, smoked him. We, it, 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 yeah, it you didn't. It didn't go well for Richie. <laughs> all right, well, let, be, let's go around the horn with some music stuff. So, Gary. For you, the extreme record this year, we're going to get this it year. this year? This year. This year. Yeah. You're also doing some stuff with Kings of Chaos, right? Yeah, just got an offer with those guys. Uh, D. Snyder, Jack Blades, uh, Matt Sorum, of course he runs it, right? Uh, and it's New, Me- New Mexico. We're going to do, hopefully, a f- few dates, but right now we got one June 20th, and they asked me to jump on, so I'm in. All right, one other thing i got to tell Gary, too. So last night... I'm watching, there's an amazing Van Halen tribute <laughs> I mentioned on this ship, the Atomic Punks. And he texted me. And I texted Gary, I said, you should jump up there and do Without You <laughs> from Van Halen 3. But they, they just do the first era. <laughs> right. They They're the ignoring era. Sammy and me. But you were out watching them, and yeah, I think they, they said you did get up. Did you ever get up with them and do anything? I thought they or they said they wanted you to. Okay, they mentioned it, you know to go out and play some stuff, but you just didn't hear about that. Yeah, I didn't hear about it. <laughs> but let let me ask you this: I've said this many many times on this radio show recent times, and I I'm sincere about it. It's not just because you're a friend. We watching Van Halen and watching that band and watching um, how good they they deliver that stuff, right? And Lance, the guitar player, unbelievable what he's doing, right? It makes you miss that band so much, oh. the real band, who has been largely inactive for a long, long oh, wow. time. So I've maintained, clearly the Roth ship has sailed. Clearly they're never going to work with Sammy again. Hmm. The one guy that would play both eras of that material and sing it brilliantly and was in Van Halen is you. Yeah. I'm not, I know. You. Yeah. I'm in the batter's box. So... Yeah. I mean, look, you're me, one of three people. Let me call Eddie right now. You're one of three people that can say you were the lead singer in Van Halen and made a record. And tw- so speaking of calling Eddie, are you in touch with him? I keep in touch with him. Yeah. You do? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to put you on the spot and disclose anything that's not uh, public, but is he okay? Or, or, he's okay. He's yeah. okay. He's okay. That's great, okay. great to hear because, you know, you don't hear much about what's going on. But what, That's a tight circle. Is v- man, that's and that's like a, get smart. The cone of silence yeah, yeah. on that band. So it's man. all about loyalty. Eddie, You're not going to get a lot out of me right now. No, no, no I, I'm not asking you. But, but wait, no, no, I know, I know, but I know. I'm not asking you to. to yeah. I've never asked you to uh, any confidences or anything. But so, so you still, you guys still do have a relationship, though, huh? Yeah, yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. That's that's great to hear. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been a few years now. That we kind of rekindled. Okay, so He's there was good. a time you weren't. Uh, in touch. Yeah, but just it. it uh, knowing, knowing those guys, knowing the brothers, you know, whether you're, you're either in the circle or you're, you know, it's a very tight circle. So when I left the band, it, it wasn't on bad, it wasn't bad blood or anything. Just got separated and then uh, hooked, up, hooked up with him again. Was there a certain event that brought you guys back together again or a reconnect at some point? Or? Just a call. Just a call. Just a call. You yeah. called him or he called you? I can't. I can't give you that information. <laughs> that's, neat. <laughs> that's neat to know. <laughs> that's neat to know. That's, right. off, that's off mic. All right. Well, and I'll, one other thing about that period of time uh, that you were in the band, I heard stuff that you guys were working on that would have been a second record with mm. you after Van Halen 3. 
and it was it was way more in I think what people would have wanted from a yeah a I think Van so Halen with you it was more it was more in the strike zone of Van Halen we were comfortable when I joined the band you know it was a whirlwind and um, if if we would do it all over again the stuff that we were coming out with we were actually comfortable writing it was it was in the strike zone of VH or you know the classic VH stuff but. It was good. Well, I'm just saying this. This is just me talking. Van Halen, I mean, the last record they made with Roth, three quarters of it was material from 30 years ago. Man, they fire up that stuff with mm. you that was left on the table and get you back out he's there. Start, he's trying to Let's start. Let's go, he's trying man. To start rumors. Well, wait, because here's the bottom line. I don't know Roth. I know Sammy and I love Sammy. But yep. whatever's going on there, that's not yep. obviously going to happen. I just speaking like this because we need, if Eddie is okay, we need, the world needs Eddie Van Halen. They need to hear the music we saw last night. Yes. The music we saw last night was was amazing to hear it. Yeah. But they need a guy, if they need a singer there, here's, here's, this guy's no, look at him. I'm I'm cheap. (laughs) Doesn't matter. But he's also no drama. He's easy going. Look, you can just tell me this guy would be the easiest thing in the world. This is the way to do it, folks. Come on, Eddie. Let's go. We need it. We need I'm it. I'm hired. I'm hired. I'm beating the drum. I get 10%, right? I'll tell Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So extreme music coming, Kings of Chaos, and, uh, and I just brokered the Van Halen-Gary Sharon wow. reunion, so people know that's coming now. That's great. Uh, Chip, you guys uh, play, played a killer set here the other day. Yep. Uh, still out there supporting the latest record. Yeah, absolutely. And what do you got coming up? You just did a whole run of dates, uh, right? A brand new record. Your best friend's playing drums on a track, actually. Oh, Mike Portnoy. Oh, is he really? Yeah. Wow, I got wow you got a prog drummer playing yeah. an uh, Enough's Enough record. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, I had to get a guy. He can play everything, Mike. Yeah, he really is. He's like a six-trick pony. And then I have... Uh, Ace Freely on a track. Neil Sean from Journey on a track. Nice. And uh, the guys from Cheap Trick playing on four songs. Wow. When's nice. it going to come out? Uh, comes out in May or June on the Frontiers label. I was going to get Joe Holkstra, but he wants six grand just to show up. <laughs> <laughs> Real jag off right there. Forgets where he comes from, okay? Unbelievable. <laughs> we're, we're doing- hey, speaking of being healing, i got to say, one time I was doing a strength album in Los Angeles, and my buddy from Tangier brought me to Andy John's house, and I go into servants' quarters, and Eddie Van Halen's back there playing guitar, just sitting on a bed. So I didn't want to say nothing because I'm a little intimidated, you know. And then some guy gets in the drum set. There's a whole little uh, a bunch of equipment inside this little servants' quarters place, and we jam for about six hours, just passing around a bottle of uh, Crown Royal. Great time for me. He never said one word to me. Andy John's took me outside. He goes, "Who are you?" I said, my team's Chip. And he goes, stop, stop, stop. He goes, four poofs with lipstick and makeup? I thought, I'm throwing out of the party. I go, yeah. He goes, I love your band. Uh, (laughs) That was it. And then Eddie, see my manager, Herbie Herbert, later on. He says, hey, Chip, good bass player. That was pretty nice. There you go. So I play with Eddie Van Halen. How's that? Wow. And you drank Crown with him, too. That's even more Of course. I did other things, too. I don't want to mention that. (laughs) You got more dates coming, too? Yeah. I've got a big tour coming up. I don't want to announce it right now, but... uh, Okay. I'll be uh, talking about it very soon. I'm just glad to be here on the Larry Moran cruise because I was punished for years. You did the Kiss cruise and got a yeah. chance to come on. I did the Kiss cruise, got punished for two years. That okay, sounds but I'm about back right. in again. Larry Moran lets me on. I have my own radio show. Can I mention that real sure, quick? Sure, go ahead. I'm on Dash Radio. You guys check it out. I got Kylie Jenner next to me. Two scoops of ice cream. She's gorgeous. I also have Snoop Dogg <laughs> next to me as well, and uh, the guy from Be Real, Cypress Hill. So I got a great show. Dashradio.com free app. Get it on your phone. Hope to hear you at 10 o'clock to 2 o'clock in the afternoon talking about all the warts, scars, and tattoos of a rock and roll carries. 
How, how, how do you follow, follow that? that? How do you follow that? Well, well, well hold on that? a second. You're, get, you're gearing up. You're, yeah, well, you got to get ready. You got a big tour coming up, White Snake. And, it's going to be uh, an unbelievable year, man. It's a, fl- a day and a half after I'm back from the cruise. I fly to Australia. We're doing Australia, New Zealand, Indonesia, Singapore with the Scorpions. Wow. We're doing Japan yeah. on our own. I'm home for a little break. And then I, we do Europe with the band Europe. And then we have a UK tour with Foreigner and Europe. And then we have a little break. And then it's the two and a half month run with Sammy Hagar on the Circle and Night oh, yeah. Ranger in the U.S. Yeah, that's a great so package. it's going to be a, a massive year. Yeah. I think people want to hear other stories about him, like when he slept with Jessica Hahn. That's a little more exciting. Yeah, yeah I don't want to bore you with that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, you see, Chip, Chip is Jessica radio Hahn. That was all like the stuff 14. that goes on, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't follow that, but I got, I got, I got one, uh, one local show that we're doing. Uh, um, in September. Oh, you know what? You, yeah, yeah, one local show. It's a local show. Yeah, they, they, by the way, Extreme has a little show coming up, too, that he should. Go uh, ahead, Gary. Yeah. Uh, local show for those East Coast, Northeastern, Fenway Park with Aerosmith. So. That's, wow. insane. that's amazing. Yeah, that's, that's insane. That is going to be so, insane. So dude. that's, that's, that's <laughs> not, yeah, that's going to be insane. That's, that's so Aerosmith, fun. 50th anniversary, hometown show in Boston. And the band they picked to open for him, perfect. Look, does he get better than that? Perfect, perfect. They should get free beer out of that extreme. concert. Yeah, yeah. That that's be, a big gig. Yeah, that yeah. is amazing, man. That's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, it sounds like, from what we're hearing today, the good news is Joey Kramer yeah, yeah. should be coming back. Yeah. Oh, really? That's the news. Yeah. Really? That's the news. Yeah. Huh? All right. Yeah, the original five. Yeah, the original we're five. We're lucky because I was at the music cares thing, and hanging out with Nuno, and the, all that drama was yeah, going yeah. on. And will Joey come back? And now it looks like he will. Yeah, so. right on. But yeah. that's got to uh, be, be for you, unbelievably cool that's to it. be. I mean, imagine like all of us. You grew up a huge Aerosmith fan. You're from Boston, and here you are, this huge moment in their history. Yeah, and and you're going to be. Have you ever played Fenway before? Never played Fenway. Um, Seen shows there, but for us, and playing with our, we toured with Aerosmith uh, in, in the 90s, and we played sporadic dates with them. But uh, so it doesn't matter where we play, but right. this is special because it's Boston, right? You know, so when you, and when we talk about you and your abilities and what you can do as, as a singer and a front man, it's got to be unbelievably inspirational to see how good Steven Tyler oh, yeah. still is at this point in his yeah. life in his early 70s. Just still singing still, and fronting. Yeah, he's he still the it. standard. Yeah, for me, he's still the standard. Absolutely. I want to retire at sixty-five, but I can't now because these guys are still doing. He's it. going that yeah. strong still in his. No, Tyler's the man. Yeah, he really singing is singing better than he's ever sung. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. saw him. They did this. There was this big thing with Music Cares a couple weeks ago in L.A. I was lucky enough to be there, and Gavin DeGraw and all these people are doing their favorite Aerosmith songs and paying tribute to them. And Gavin comes out and introduces. I forget what song he did. It might have been Crying or something. And he said, he said uh, hey, listen, everybody, before we do this, get ready to hear it in a lower key and a lot worse than it's normally sung. Yeah. And, and, and he, he did a great job with it. And then he went out in the audience, and he's singing. And Stephen was sitting at a table like two rows back. And just the, the chorus came up, and Gavin threw the mic in front of him. And Tyler and just like it. in killed the middle it. of eating a piece of bread at the table, just like nailed it. I'm just like, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. The guy's like 72 years old. Yeah. It's yeah. ridiculous, man. Yeah. So it really was. Uh, it, I was so glad when I saw you guys on that bill. And Thanks, man. God knows if I'm home on the East Coast, I got to get there for that. Yeah, that's that's going to be that's amazing. Awesome, special. man. All right. All right. So anything else? Any 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 other business? Anybody got a question for any of the guys before we wrap it up? Uh, that. Well, well, 
That's nice. And she just said it's happy to see you all, and she loves you guys. So that's nice, that's nice. very nice. Oh, we got one more thing. I just remembered. Uh, uh, Nuno and I did uh, what's Sammy's show called? Rock Road, and Roll Road Trip. We we did it. We we recorded it, and uh, I think it's out in March. Okay, so people get to see on that. Yeah. Sammy does a great job, and you've built a you have a, 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 a good friendship with Sammy, don't you? Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you trade Van Halen more stories. We do. <laughs> we do. <laughs> You don't say that too loud. You might not get that call for the reunion yeah, yeah. show, you know. Uh, but yeah, Sammy, and there's and that's another guy. Absolutely awesome. ridiculous yeah. that he can still do singing. He don't warm up. He just goes out. It's he crazy. just goes out and does it. Crazy. And your guy, not so shabby either, in his yeah. older age, Coverdale, yeah, yeah. DC, Joel, Oakstra, yeah, uh, Edward. <laughs> Edward. <laughs> Everybody's got a DC impression. He, I think he finds a name that no one else calls you, and then that's your name. Like with Tommy Aldridge, no one has ever called him anything but Tommy, but in our band, it's Tom. 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 <laughs> and you got your, your guitar partner in Whitesnake on this ship right now, Red yeah. Beach. Is yeah. Oh, nice. And, yeah. and his name is Rebel. Rebel and Tom. To me, he says rebellious. 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 Yeah. rebellious. That's great. Coverdale's one of a kind, too. So that's going to be awesome, man. Yeah, we got, uh, there's a lot of white. We got Devin on here, too, on bass with Lynch Mob. Michael Devin's on the oh, boat. that's right. Yep. And then we got uh, two guys who are, of course, brothers of White Snake with Doug Aldrich and Brian Tishy. Yeah, yeah. So we got a lot of, there's a lot of White Snake representation nice. on the boat, man. And you're playing, you play on the ship, you do your own thing. Of course, you did a solo record recently. You're going to do another one soon? Yeah, it's already being worked on, man. Vinny Apice did the drums and Tony Franklin has the bass on. I'm just waiting on Russell with the vocal tracks, but uh, Russell Allen, that is. Right. And yeah, that's uh, hopefully later this year. Nice. And what about you, Gary? I mean, you've done some bands, solo some cool bands. Here. Yeah, outside of oh, I put actually um, and solo. Uh, More Hurt Smile with my brother Mark. Yeah. Uh, we put out a couple of records a few years ago. New material. Probably uh, EP or something like that. And uh, I just worked up uh, the, um, the Who tribute. I do a celebration of the Who. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be doing, maybe, maybe on the cruise next year. Awesome. Oh, wow, right. dude. Thanks to Jeff Keith. My thanks to Rick Allen. My yeah. thanks to Chips Enough, Gary Sharon, Joel Hoekstra. What a great first day from the Monsters of Rock cruise here on Truck. Thank Rock you, Eddie. Thanks, Eddie. Thanks to everybody who came out and watched the broadcast. Thank you to Gary Sharon. I uh, hear nothing but amazing things about that new Extreme record. I cannot wait to hear it for myself. And appreciate uh, some time with him. And earlier in the podcast this week, of course, Brett Michaels. Thanks to him for calling in as well. Thanks to you guys for listening and spreading the word about the Eddie Trunk Podcast. Remember, there are new episodes every Thursday. They will never cost you a penny. Always free to download or stream. Apple Podcasts. Also on PodcastOne.com. And don't forget, now this podcast is available totally free. No subscription needed via Spotify also. Remember to listen to me every day on Sirius XM Channel 106, Volume. Trunk Nation airs there, talking rock with you daily, Monday through Friday, live 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern, replaying every night, 10 to midnight Eastern, and also on demand anytime you want on the Sirius XM app. Be sure to check out eddytrunk.com. All my appearances are on the homepage. Also become an all-access member here, my FM radio show on demand anytime you want. And music news updated daily for you there as well. Everybody have a great week. I'll catch you next Thursday for another all-new episode of the Eddie Trunk Podcast, which, as always, is produced by Katie Irizari. Have yourselves a great week, and I'll catch you on the radio.